Good morning and welcome to another edition of South Florida Sundays. I'm your host, Trey Brazier, along with my co-host, the magnificent, the world-renowned, the <laughs> Urban League uh, president of Palm Beach County, Mr. Patrick Franklin. How's it going, man? Good morning, Trey. Good morning. Good, good, to, good to be back in the saddle here and welcome all our listeners to our, our Sunday morning talk show. Absolutely. Who do we have this week? Today we have the ultimate pleasure having Minnesota State Attorney General, Mr. Keith Ellison. Keith, welcome to South Florida, welcome to Palm Beach County and the city of West Palm Beach. And it's great to be here. You know, uh, you know, last week it was wonderful to talk to the uh, the Forum Club, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, and it's good to be here. Yeah, this Sunday morning. What welcome? Um, we are happy to have you here as we have worked through a whole lot of different conversations. But just for our listeners out there, some of you may may recognize him. You can't see him, but. Uh, Keith Ellison was the driving force behind the Derek Chauvin, the George Floyd. We all remember that uh, situation three years ago. I can't believe it's been three years so far. Time flies, man. Time flies. And three years ago, we all were awakening to the George Floyd murder. But I want to go a little further back. Tell us about your background and who you are so people can get accustomed or, or, or know who you are. Well, you know, Patrick, all of us are the product of the people who raised us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I uh, was born in Detroit, Michigan, but I'm the son of two Southerners. My mother's from Natchitoches, Paris, Louisiana, a little place called Cane River. Yeah, and very uh, familiar. Yeah, and she uh, married my. She went to Xavier in New Orleans, and she married my dad when she was in her twenties. What year was your mother at Xavier? You know, I don't know. Must have been like uh, fifty-eight to sixty-two. My or mother graduated in fifty-seven. Well, Xavier. They, they might have been there they right might have been right at the same time. Cross, cross, cross paths and didn't even know it. You never know, man. Yeah. And uh, and so my dad, you know, his family's from Sardis, Georgia, mm-hmm. in Burke County, Georgia. And, uh, you know, they. my father grew up in Detroit. And he uh, and his father, uh, you know, was a factory worker. And uh, my he sent my dad and my my uncle to, to school. And my, uh, my father actually... Uh, was a World War II veteran mm-hmm. and went to school on the GI Bill. Yes. Graduated from Wayne State University, went to University of Michigan Medical School and practiced psychiatry for many years. My, he's still he's 94 years young. Yeah, absolutely. And he's cranking it. We lost my mom to COVID a few years ago. Okay. So though that's who raised me. I got four brothers, you know, two older, two younger. Mm-hmm. And uh, we grew up in the city of Detroit. Two, two of my brothers are still there. And then three of us have left. One went to South, moved to South Carolina, yet North Carolina. Sorry, North Carolina, and the other one went to Boston. And I'm in Minnesota, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. we scattered the, to the winds. But we were raised with a few basics. One is service. So my mother's mother was a teacher. Mm-hmm. My mother's father. My mother's a teacher. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. And my mother's father was a teacher, and mm-hmm. he taught industrial arts. So mechanics, stuff yeah. like that, useful well, my, stuff. My, my father is a brick, was a is a bricklayer. Brick, there you go, yeah, so. there you go, there you go. And uh, you know, so these are the folks who raised me, man. And uh, you know, and and they raised us with a sense of uh, so responsibility. Mm-hmm. And my mom will tell you, and other people in the family will say that my grandfather Frank Martinez, who I never had a chance to to know, because he died in a tractor accident mm. in nineteen fifty eight. But uh, he was organizing black voters in rural Louisiana, and uh, they would uh, they burn a cross across the street from the house. They refused to sell him gasoline because he was he was uh, you know organizing people, mm-hmm. and uh, they would pull they would pull trees out 
in the middle of the road when they knew he was doing a fish fry or whatever. And it wasn't just him. He had a group of people he was working with, but mm-hmm. they all believed in civil and human rights. And my grandfather and my grandmother raised my mother, who was a, ended up being a social worker. And my mom, you know, she just was like, look, we expect you to do stuff for community, serve community, you know. And So where you are, that's part of your DNA. It's like how it is. And my son is a city council member in Minneapolis, and my older son is a prosecutor protecting people from, you know, people mm-hmm. who commit crimes. And, you know, and my other two kids, my one son's a nurse, you know, and and my daughter's a law student. So all of them are are like about trying to do stuff to make people's lives better. And I tell them it's nothing wrong with you going out there to make some money, but it's also we also expect you to contribute. You give back. Yeah, absolutely. Back. And I know your kids are the same way. They absolutely you know, you got absolutely. a little tech genius over there. Oh yeah. Uh, my 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 youngest is a um content creator, TikTok influencer. <laughs> yeah, well you better believe it. And, and I had I had to get that whole pattern lined up for a while because <laughs> it, it took a while for me to understand that. But he's you know, he he's an entrepreneur. Well, if your latest gadget you don't understand it. Check Go out to. Miles Ahead. Miles Above Tech. Miles Above Tech. Miles Above Tech. <laughs> Miles will break it down. Miles right. Franken will break it down. Exactly right. <laughs> so you decided to go the law school route and become a lawyer. Sure. And after that, how did you get into politics? Because you were a congressman. Yeah. And Before I, I was attorney general. Right. Well, you know, good question, Patrick. Let me tell you. Uh, I uh, have always been in, quote unquote, politics broadly. Mm-hmm. I've always cared about it. I started organizing protest marches and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I started a group called the Environmental Justice Advocates of Minnesota. Uh, I've been doing stuff for a long time. And I, quite honestly, until I was around 32 or 3, I was cynical about electoral politics. Okay. I was more what you call activist, you know, working with folks at the Urban League, like mm-hmm. yourself, and really sort of like trying to mobilize people for change. And so I did a lot of that in Minneapolis. But then it just occurred to me, I ran into a senator named Paul Wellstone. A lot of mm-hmm. people may not remember him. He died tragically in a plane crash in 2002. That, yeah. But he was a mentor of mine, and he would ask me questions like, well, Keith, you know, you're over here pushing for clean air, clean water, standing up against racism, police, you know, you want police community relations to be better. You, 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 you're standing up for all this stuff. But who do you think is going to pass the rules to make it happen? Mm-hmm. Well, it's politicians. Mm-hmm. So, you you know, you want— so 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 he said said why why aren't you taking the next step right he's yeah. he's, he's saying he's he's saying that to me and one time you know uh, I uh, was at the Minnesota State Legislature and they were passing a law and I thought it was the wrong direction come home complain to my wife and uh, say these people they they don't get it she goes well why don't you run you know mm-hmm, I bet mm-hmm. you they I bet you they have a hard job Keith mm-hmm. why don't you what you gonna do mm-hmm. complain stuff yell at the television. And so I just I decided that I would run for state legislature. Okay. Somehow, you know, uh, I got the job, you know, and uh, and did that for four years. And then um, the congressman died and didn't die. He, excuse me, I mean, he he since passed away. But at the time, he went into retirement because he was ill. Mm-hmm. And so I ran for ran for Congress in two thousand and six, and uh, won the seat. And um, you know, it was crazy because like 28 people jumped into the race and I came out of it. And I can tell you now that I did not expect that. And really, I tell you this, Patrick, the only reason I ran, I didn't really care. I didn't really care that much about winning. I thought I was absolutely not going to win. 28 people in the field. Right. Wow. But I figured I was for sure not going to win. Yeah. 
Uh, but we were in the middle of the Iraq War. Okay. And that we couldn't leave because we invested so much Unless, treasure right. and so many lives. Mm -hmm. And we couldn't stay because it was all based on weapons of mass destruction, which were never exist. That didn't exist. Right. And so I'm like, but I got up and said, out now. We should get out of Iraq. Mm -hmm. And this is in like 2003, 2004, I was saying it. I was active in this 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 group. And I was saying, look, we we embraced the, the soldier. And I'm proud. My father's a veteran. My mm -hmm. son's a veteran. I'm very proud of our veterans. But I said, Politi veterans didn't decide to go into Iraq. Politicians, Politicians did. did. Right. right. And so, you know, uh, I was active doing that. And I said, I'm going to get into this race because I know none of these people want to talk about what we really do need to do, which is mm -hmm. to get out of Iraq. Get out of Iraq. But I'm, and I'm going to be talking about that. But then they asked me about health care. And then they asked me about the environment. Then they asked me about the minimum wage. And next thing you know, I was in Congress. <laughs> and, before, and, and you were liking it. South Florida Sundays here on X1023. I'm Trey Brazier with Patrick Franklin, of course, from the Urban League, Palm Beach County. Our guest this week is Keith Ellison. He is the Minnesota State Attorney General. You, when, when you were in my office this week, you noticed I had on the wall um, uh, the late Alcee Hastings. Alcee Hastings. Loved him. He was a friend of mine. Uh, Alcee was, uh, he he did all good here because he, he was our representative here for 28 years, I think it was. Yeah, and he was proud to be from here. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, he loved this place. Any any fond memories of, of, of Alcee that, 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 that you remember back in, in, in your days together in Congress? Well, you know, I do remember Alcee being... Always with a wonderful, beautiful smile, mm -hmm. a very a sharp wit. Like mm -hmm. the guy was funny. Very much. He was funny. Very much. And and I also he was a helper. And so he, I also took it on. It took it upon himself to make sure all the younger members of Congress got acclimated. Mm -hmm. So he was always, hey brother, let me let's come on in here. We we sat down when I got there, and he we went to the cafeteria mm -hmm. uh, in the heart in the um. In the uh, in the buildings in Congress and in, in the big buildings there, I love going to his office. His office yeah. was like a museum almost. Yeah, in, it in sure there, was. With it all sure his memorabilia was. over over the years, because he was there so long. Yeah, and uh, and he uh, he sat me down. What do you want to accomplish here? Mm -hmm. And he said, Look, you know, you need to have a goal mm -hmm. because he he said so many things are going to come at you. Right. That if you don't have a goal, you'll get you'll be very busy and not have achieved anything you want to achieve. Right. So make sure you have a goal in mind and are every day advancing what you believe to be important. And so I really, I really valued him highly for that and thought that, you know, and, and he was a truth teller. He was also uh, one of the leaders in the rules committee. Mm -hmm. So Elsie knew the rules now. Yes, he did. If you're ever trying to go Former into judge. Right. Yeah. If you're trying to be into going to politics, learn the rules. Yes. Learn the rules of the state legislature, the city council, the county board. Whatever you're doing, uh, there will be people who don't know the rules, and you can block them or you can right. advance what you want, but knowing the rules. And so I, I got I got so many fond memories of Elsie Hastings. I, I really love the guy. He was a, he well, was a good man. This, this, you're talking to his people right now. Oh, to, am I? To, to, to his okay. community that this was his area for yeah. forever and a day. And Elsie covered from, um, from Fort Lauderdale. Up to Palm Beach and out to the glades, and and, and he was he's well, well known in, in in these areas. So you know it's always good to talk about someone who 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 was uh, so good to to our people. Here. Well, we're all standing on Elsie's shoulders, absolutely. right? Absolutely. Elsie is Elsie has went before to make a way, mm -hmm. and now all these folks in their forties, fifties, sixties, seventies, step up, 
it's time to step up, man. Elsie right. handed Elsie gave you what you needed mm-hmm. to step up, so step up. That's right. So as you as you were in Congress for um, how many terms? It, it, six. Six terms. All right. So twelve years. And um, you decided to to make that next jump, and it's I true. I think I think the next jump before where you are now, where you you were you got very close to the DNC chair. Right, I was I ran for a Democratic National Committee chair, mm-hmm. and when the Democrats are out of power, mm-hmm. that's the, that's when you can actually make a dent. That's when you have the change. That's when you have the change because right. when the Democrats have the the White House. Mm-hmm. Basically, the DNC is just an extension of the White House. So, exactly. But when it's not, then you're leading the Democratic Party. And, uh, you know, Tom Perez won that seat. I became the deputy chair. Mm-hmm. And, you know, look, it was a hard-fought race. I did my best. and I uh, And I actually uh, was able to work with Tom to get some important things done. We did something uh, called um, Resistance Summer where we did this massive voter uh, voter turnout, voter organization movement and got a lot of people involved. And then we were on, we did this thing called Democrats live where we were on the TV uh, uh, live stream every week. And, you know, I really enjoyed being at the DNC and it gave me a chance, Patrick, to go around the United, the United States talking to Democrats everywhere. And I spent a lot of time here in Florida and enjoyed, you know, the team y'all have here. Well, at, at one time we were not a red state. Yes, yeah, well, true. We, we we were a little purplish in in in, in different areas, but especially South, down South, here, South Florida was 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 definitely more more blue than anything else. Sure, in, in this area. Minnesota State Attorney General Keith Ellison is our guest this week for South Florida Sundays. I'm your host Trey Brazier, along with Patrick Franklin from the Urban League, Palm Beach County. Let's continue to move on. So you did that for a while, and then you moved into your current position as sure. Minnesota State State Attorney General. Yeah, man. I you know I. I love being in Congress. I didn't leave because I didn't like it or I didn't think it was important. It is very important. Mm-hmm. But I felt that as attorney general representing the whole state of Minnesota, I could do more for the people who I represent. Right. Mm-hmm. So as attorney general, you know, for example, there's this uh, crisis in vaping. Right. Yes. Kids are vaping. And, and Jewel, I believe, was targeting young people. Yes, they were. And we could prove it. We went to trial with them. And we took them all the way to right before uh, the case went to the jury, mm-hmm. and we made them. And they settled. They settled sixty point five million, uh, which, you know, is a lot of money to help stop youth smoking mm-hmm. and and stop youth vaping. So that's a big deal. This is going to add a lot, years to the lives of young people. Well, I think a addiction. lot of people think that that vaping is not as serious as, as smoking cigarettes. It, it's worse. Yeah, yeah, I'd say it's worse. It's worse. It's more addictive. Yes. It's more addictive. See, the thing is they got these salts, right? And these salts allow you when you draw in to for it to be a smooth draw, which means it goes deep into the lung cavities mm-hmm. and therefore to the brain and mm-hmm. therefore uh, addicts you. Whereas if uh, uh, like a tobacco cigarette, uh, it'll make you cough and mm-hmm. make you gag if you mm-hmm. draw in it and you haven't never done it. Mm-hmm. You know, so actually it's, it is more addictive. Wow, wow. So for a lot of our viewers out there in, in the community uh, today, um, for those of you who, who don't know, as we started early in the, in the beginning, that um, Attorney General Ellison was – the prosecuting group. You were the head guy. Yeah, I was the lead for, prosecutor for for the whole George Floyd case. Tell yeah. us a little bit about that. Tell us. We we all saw, heard it, and and lived it. Right. You know, and it was front and center for a long time. 
And in some places it has faded away just like anything else. But um, let's talk about, about that just for a minute, to, to, just to give everybody sure. a, a, a flavor of, of, of what was going on there. So like on May 26, 2020, I, like everyone, awoke to this horrendous video of this man, this black man, under the knees of a Minneapolis police officer crying, Mama, Mama, Mama I can't breathe. And then slowly his words got more spaced out. Mm-hmm. His, his voice got thicker. And then suddenly he stops talking. Mm-hmm. Then you see the crowd yelling to save his life. Mm-hmm. Get off him. Take his pulse. I mean, take his pulse. Stop wow. it. Yeah. You know, and, and then people whipped out their videos and they took them. And we see this man and then we see them, him flop into a gurney in an emergency medical vehicle. Uh, and I saw that with everybody else. And I was outraged as AG in Minnesota that prosecution, if there was to be one, I knew mm-hmm. would be with the local county official. Mm-hmm. Um, but then as the week wore on and the civil unrest just started spinning out of control, right. the county attorney, who is a friend of mine, said, look, man, um, <clears throat> because of your connections in the community, if you join us, we might calm folks down and give them some confidence mm-hmm. that we're really going to take care of this. So, Because yeah, we were all watching. Yeah. I mean, we, we were, every, everybody was watching. Sure. And then, so I, I agreed to be part of the case. That's like on a Friday. That Sunday, the governor says, I want you to not, I don't want you partnering with nobody. I need you to run the case. Yeah, it's yours. It's your case. Right. And if you, you can bring anybody you want. And I'm like, well, all right. And quite honestly, Patrick, good friends of mine, people who care about me and love me very much, called me and said, you should not do this. You should not do this, Keith, because we all hope that you're going to be this or that or that or this, you know, some Mm -hmm. bigger, some bigger job, whatever. And they said, look, if you win, you know, you're going to offend a lot of people in the police federation. And if you lose, the community is going to be mad. People will turn on you. Right. Right. So you, you can't win here. Right. And so, you know, I just going back to what mama taught you, right? Who are you? Mm -hmm. What are you here for? I said, I cannot say no. Mm-hmm. If my community needs my help, I'm going to step up and do it. All right. And so I did. I can't be. I can't do less than those people who tried to save George Floyd's life. Right. On that corner, May 26, 2020, 8 p.m. They're calling for his life. I'm going to be like, no. I'm going to be the guy who walks on by. No, I would not be that person. So mm-hmm. I, I jumped into it, and uh, and and you know, it was gonna. I knew it was going to be tough because I knew one thing, Patrick. The video wasn't going to win that case, though. Right, right. I knew that. I mean, right. you know, Rodney we, King. We, we've seen that. We've, we've yeah, seen we, that we, movie. We've, we've lived that. <laughs> right, you right. Know? And I mean, and and you went through a whole litany of 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 uh, observations of Rodney King and and go ahead. I mean, well, you, you know, Rodney. You, there's you know Rodney King. We also right. have that state court case video ends yep. in an acquittals on the state side. There's a guy uh, in South Carolina named Walter Scott. Shot down, executed. Horrible. Yeah, I watched that in the back. Yeah, right in the back. Yeah. You know, the state court jury hung. Mm-hmm. Then Eric Garner up in New York, that never even got charged. That right. never got off the ground. Right. And then, of course, you know, Sandra Bland, still no accountability there. And even in my own city of Philando Castile, he goes to trial, found not guilty. So there, there's all these cases where the video alone isn't going to get it. So I decided early on we are going to basically construct the whole case around those people who are on the scene pleading for George Floyd's life. You're just tuning in. Our guest this week for South Florida Sundays, I'm Trey Brazier, by the way, along with Patrick Franklin from the Urban League, Palm Beach County. We have Mr. Keith Ellison. He is the Minnesota State Attorney General live in the studio with us for South Florida Sundays. 
and the police witnesses we, we, we called were going to confirm, yes, that was excessive force. Mm-hmm. So we had police witnesses, pe- members of the police department who said that is not what we train, and we proved that the officers were trained to do CPR, mm-hmm. to, to, to intervene uh, when necessary, right. to uh, render medical aid when necessary, and that these officers, though trained to, did not. Did not. Did not and, offer yeah, anything. Absolutely. So we had the chief of police say, that's wrong. We don't train that. And then we had a whole medical case to put on because the defense counsel, which is their job, I want to be clear, I'm not against defense attorneys. I used to be one, and I believe they p- play a very important role. But it's their job to poke holes in our case. Right. And what do they do? They, they're they trying to say that he didn't die from the knee on the neck. He died from fentanyl. He died from, uh, you know, drugs. Or he died because he had hardened, his arteries were, he had stenosis in his mm-hmm. arteries. Or mm-hmm. he had an enlarged heart. They're trying to blame everything because the medical examiner accurately said he did have some stenosis and he did have fentanyl in his system. But that's not what killed him. Right. He died as a result of knee on the neck, subdual restraint, and, uh, and and lack of oxygen, and that's why he died. And so we had to put that medical case together because if you look at a lot of the people who propel uh, falsities and myths today, mm-hmm. they try to say that he died from something else. Absolutely untrue. That's just fake. fake. That's a fake. That's a, right. that's a lie. Right. And he died as a result of asphyxia, which is compressing somebody's air so they can't breathe. They can't oxygenate their oxygenate their blood, then they die. And so we had to, we got together Dr. Tobin, who was a medical pulmonologist. Mm-hmm. We got uh we got Dr. Uh Thomas and we got Dr. Baker, who were medical examiners. And we got some doctors to just say it wasn't what they said it is. So for example, we got a doctor who was a cardiologist who said actually George Floyd had a strong heart and he did not die from some sort of um heart attack. Mm-hmm. And and so for y'all, if you're listeners, there's a big difference between cardiac arrest, which just means your heart stopped, and what they call myocardial infarction, which is a heart attack. My, myocardial infarction, if you look at somebody's heart, it has certain injury on it. You can see that this is a heart attack, but heart, but, but just uh, cardiac arrest we all die from cardiac arrest. Eventually. Your heart stops. Yeah, yeah eventually. <laughs> right. yeah. You know, so they were trying to confuse the jury, saying, oh, he had a heart attack. He did not have a heart attack. And so um, that's the thing. We had to have put together a tight medical case. This thing about, you know, they call it uh, excited delirium. And there's a lot of people, a lot of black men die in police custody, say so he died of excited mm-hmm. delirium. Well, we had a doctor come back and say he was neither excited nor delirious. <laughs> you know, when they yeah. asked him, what's your name? Yeah. He said it. He spelled it out. And so we put together the case that way. Uh, and, you know, honestly, when people ask me, um, well, did you expect to win? And the answer is, brother, I didn't know we were going to win till they read the verdicts. Wow. That's when I knew we were going to win. Well, I tell, I, I tell you what, from from us here in, in South Florida, we, we, we thank you for taking that challenge, for running it all the way through, for doing the hard work, and for not backing down, you yeah. know, because you could have easily said, ah, I don't want to touch that. Right. You know, and, you know, we can go on and on and on, but um, I want to I just, again, thank you for 
given some of your time, given some of the input, and it's been a pleasure having you here in South Florida. We want to ha- have you back because oh yeah, w- when it's nice and cold up there in Minnesota, when, when, it, when it's 20 <laughs> below, you know, think about us here because we could always have you back. So you have a book out that, that just came out. Tell us a little bit about that in the title. It's called Break the Wheel, Ending the Cycle of Police Violence. And it is about uh, the George Floyd prosecution and more, how we can bring about the end of this tragic uh, situation where so many people are died in the hands of law enforcement, uh, which is dedicated to protect and serving people. So that's what the book is about. And, you know, what it comes from, uh, Patrick, is during the trial and during every trial I ever have, I take mm-hmm. a lot of notes just to refer back. And when the trial was over, I thought we needed a document to to, to mark this moment in history. A blueprint. So I uh, pulled my notes together and uh, published a book. Well, I tell you what, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when the next George Floyd is. Yeah, and where. sadly. Well, Tyree Nichols, you know. Yeah. Right That's there in Memphis. Yeah, mm-hmm. we, we, it's not a matter of if, it's when. But I always end, end our uh, program with, with, one, with one last question all the time. What's next for Keith? You know what? I'm going to build the strongest, best uh, attorney general's office I possibly can. I'm going to work with all states all over this, all over the country, including Florida. Yeah, try, we, we could use a little help. Right. In order to try to protect people's rights, to help people afford their lives, uh, and, uh, and make sure everybody lives with dignity, safety, and respect. Right. I don't, I don't, that's, that's my agenda. All right. Well, we we gonna be looking for you on the horizon when when we hear announcement for whatever in in in, in the future because we we know there's something else out there for you because you you have um, your heart is where it, is where it should be and thank you brother. you've you've demonstrated that with your actions. So thank you. for for that being saying, uh, Keith Ellison, Minnesota State Attorney General, thank you for being here this morning with us and we appreciate you being here in South Florida. Good to be with you.